from every level of enslavement and encampment. I pray, God, that let your word come with all level of clarity and understanding. May we not just hear your word, but may we understand it. May we see the efficacy in your word. May we experience the vibrancy of what your word is able to do in transforming a life of nothingness into the place of somethingness. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, My journey with God is not a kind of journey that is isolated from myself. What I preach is what I exist for. There is no there is no contradistinction between the word of God and myself. I leave what I preach. If I've not lived it yet, I don't preach it. Praise God. And some of the things I share with you about the sea, it tells you that God believes in something. One of the things I can blow your mind with this because when the sower went to sow, I know I spoke about this last week or last two weeks, who harvested? Who harvested what the sower sowed? Oh, talk to me. Who harvested what the sower sowed? The sower. So the Bible is trying to tell you that what there is something so profound about God. I heard Mr. Murray talking about the justice of God. When God gives us instructions in the, in the scriptures and somebody obeys it and somebody doesn't obey it and they all receive the same blessing, then God is not a just God. Praise the Lord. So God is a just God, therefore he follows what it says. I'm going to stay here uh, because there's so much I want to share with you. I'm hoping that I'll finish this today. Otherwise, there are certain portions that will not uh, be able to bring more clarity into what I'm talking about. Let's go to the book of Haggai, chapter 1, verse 1 to 12. It's a long reading. Minister Mary, could you help me, please? We're having fluctuation. You have planted much. Praise the Lord. Keep it there, please. Yes. No. Haggai chapter 1. Let's start from verse 1. Sorry. Let's start from verse 1. Let's start from verse 1 to 12. Sorry. Chapter 1, verse 1 to 12. Praise God. Haggai chapter 1, verse 1 to 12. Yes. You have planted much, much, but harvested little. No, no, you've gone back to the six. All right. In the second year of the verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1. Sorry, it's my fault. I just wanted to start from the top there. And I believe God will bless me. Why why don't you read from here? That will bless you. Amen. In the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shetel governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Josadok, Josadak, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say, the time has not come yet to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. It is a time, is it, is it a time for you yourself to be living in your paneled Houses, while this house remains a ruin. Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, 
but are never but you never have enough you drink but you are never fu- f- uh, you are never filled you put on clothes but you are not warm you earn wages only to put them in the purse with holes in it this is what the lord almighty says give ter- careful thought to your words go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build my house so that i may take pleasure in it and be honored says the lord you expected much but see it turned out to be little what you brought home i blew away why declares the lord almighty because of my house which remains a ruin whilst each of you is busy with your own house therefore because you you because of you the heavens have withdrew with withheld their dew and the earth its crops amen i called for a drought on the field and the mountains on the grain the new wine the oil and whatever the ground produces on men the cattle and the labor of your hands amen amen i want to minister on the subject of entitled committing to the work of the ministry praise the lord and there is a long it's a very broad topic but i just want to focus on something that i believe i will start from here i'm doing the part one today i want to focus on some few bits and bobs here now the bible is talking about the fact that the children of god have abandoned the house of god and the work of the main one of the foundation uh, one of the mission of crossfire is that we believe that god has called everyone into the work of the ministry and there is a place of abode where we all reside that is the house of god praise god that is where we all come together to receive refreshment and that is where we receive nourishment for us to be able to be productive in that which god has called us to be the word commit means to promise or to give your loyalty time or money to a particular principle person or plan or of action all right the work of the ministry is what all christians have been called to commit to so that the glory of god will have its free cause to manifest i want you to be with me here and sometimes when we are calling to ministry uh there are things that happen in the old testament i'll be dwelling there and i told you that one of the mission of crossfire in the book of ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 14 the bible says he gives some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saint for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the son of god unto a perfect man unto the measure of stature of the fullness of christ that we henceforth number one we henceforth the reason why we might perfected that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive so we are living in a world of deception praise the lord I was listening to something that blew my mind, you know. You know, I, I promise you, we will get to heaven because of time. I just have to focus here. We will get to heaven and we will see a very nice substance or whatever we see in heaven. And we will tell God, God, this, you should have brought this on earth so that we, will enjoy, we should have enjoyed it before coming down here. And God will tell you it was down there, but you didn't see it. 
I was listening to a, a very profound person. I wouldn't mention the name. And I was listening to him. And all he talks about is, is, is he said that, you know, we didn't earn much. We didn't get much. We just earned some few millions. And, 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 and the, the few, I think we got only 200, 200 million. You know, his language is not in thousands. It's in millions and billions and trillions. And that is his language. And I, I look at him, I say, where are you living? Where are you? Where are you coming from? But he's living in a world where he's, he, in spite of the negativity, in spite of the obstacles, in spite of the things going on, still, this man has been able to position himself to enjoy more. I was listening to him and he said, he made a statement like, this is our best time to invest. He was talking about stock exchange, investment and other things and all those things. He said, if, if we look, let me, let, me, let me say something to you. I remember I started with, maybe Brother Edward will be able to help me. Brother Edward, you remember the first house you bought, maybe? You know, the first house you bought. How much was it? Two thousand five hundred. So he bought he bought a whole house in those days for two thousand five hundred. If there was any time to buy a house, would you buy it now or you buy it there during those days? Praise God. I've spoken to people who told me they bought a house for 150, 150, 100, you know, some serious investment. They said we did it for 250, 250. I said, What do you mean 250? Is it 250 pounds, thousand or what? He said, No, 250. If there was any time the believer should enjoy the pleasure of God, this is our best moment, precious one. Hallelujah. So see, if there was any time to buy a house, would you buy it now or you buy it during those days? Okay? And those days were not our days. Come on, be with me here. Those days were not our days. It was their days. So your day, your time is the best time for you to do what God wants you to do. I have so much I have to share with you today. Now the Bible said that the children of God, that the totality of his work is received from God. And giving it out to help every individual to see the glory of God in their life. What do I mean? When you receive the equipping of God and the house of the Lord, where we are at the moment, or the ministry, we are talking about one enriched, being enriched with the things of God. And when you, re- when you receive the totality of God, that positions you to be able to show forth the fullness of the glory of God. In other words, connecting everyone back to their source in order for them to become what God want them to become when you connect the body of Christ must be restored back to their source and our source of strength is not in the devil but in God praise God so what God wants you to do God wants you to connect I believe uh, there was a time I was listening I was in my studies I came across a man who said that he saw a whole town a whole country and he realized that these are folks who, who really needed help so he decided to, to invent something. He's already rich. He was already blessed. So he decided to invent some business just to help them to be able to come out of their misery into the place of enlightenment where he was and just a bit of where he was. And he, was, he said, I was surprised that the people who I thought they needed help, they didn't need help. The people who I thought needed help, they didn't need help. So this message, I want you to open up your heart uh, wh- whether you believe it or not it's like the seed some will grow and some will bear fruit but it depends on where you want to be tell your neighbor it depends on where you want to be there are things God has put in place to support 
disconnection of man to God. And it is our responsibility to maintain it for it to work for us and our generation as well as the generation after us. In the book of Numbers chapter 1 verse 47 to 53, the Bible says something. Somebody ready to read for me. In, uh, in Numbers chapter 1 verse 47 to 53. Yeah. Of Levi, however, were not counted along with the others. The Lord had said to Moses, You must not count the tribe of Levi or include them in the census of the other Israelites. Instead, appoint the Levite to be in charge of the tabernacle of the testimony over all its furnishings and everything belonging to it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They are to take care of it and encamp around it. Amen. Oh, do they? Yeah. Whenever the tabernacle is to move, the Levite are to take it down. And whenever the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levite shall do it. Anyone else who goes near it shall be put to death. The Israelites are to set up their tent by divisions, each man in their own camp under his own standard. The Levite, however, are to set up their tent around the tabernacle of the testimony so that the wrath will not fall on the Israelite community. The Levite are to be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the testimony. Praise God. So the Levites, God wanted to do something with the people of God. And he, he made this thing I'm sharing. When I was writing it, I was really going through a lot of, you know, struggle. And sometimes people feel that it is easy. On the average, if I know what I'm talking about, give me a bit of volume. If I know what I'm talking about, I'm going to preach. It takes me like two and a half hours to just write it down. Okay? So, for instance, on the average, maybe I am up somewhere around 3 or 4 or 4.30. Then I pray all the way, meet the gatekeepers, and sometimes we'll continue. And maybe after 8 o'clock, I will just begin to write what I have to write down. So it takes a lot of time, but what I want to share with you is something upon my heart because I told you that God was going to share something that it was deep to you. And as he shared it with you, are things that he has shared with me. And sometimes when I share it with other pastors, it, it becomes a blessing. And some of these things I've been waiting to invite some people, uh, friends, to preach to you rather than me preaching it to you because sometimes it may look like pastor want to take so much from people praise the lord but there are things i need to teach myself so i have to teach it amen so in the old testament god established a system and the system he established is that he said my work the work of the ministry must be catered for therefore he designated the children of israel to be able to do what to be able to cater for the things of god now the Bible said in the book of Numbers chapter 18 verse 21, the Bible said that he give, he, I give to the Levite all the tithe in, in, in Israel as their inheritance in return for their work they do while serving at the tent of the meeting. And the Bible said that in order for them to be catered for, everybody who is in the work of the ministry must be catered for. We are not going to, the work of God must be catered for. Therefore, God introduced a system. And that system was to provide and make sure that the temple was being catered for. The believer, the children of Israel were going to enjoy in the temple. But that temple, it was supposed to be taken care of consciously by a particular group of war, of tribe. And it was a Levi tribe. 
And the Bible said that because of what God wanted to do with the Levi, he apportioned lands and gave it to the other, other, other Levine tribe. But the tribe of Levi, he decided not to give them anything. Now, God didn't want to punish them. God doesn't want it to look as if catering and doing the things of God and maintaining the things of God should be a disadvantage. Praise God. And that is why some of us at the moment, we have made those who are taking care of the things of God become like it is disadvantaged. It is not disadvantaged because God created a system in the Old Testament to make sure that they are provisioned, they are provided with. Praise God. Amen. Be with me. And the Bible said in the book of Numbers chapter 18 verse 24, it said, Instead, give to the Levite as their inheritance the tithe that the Levite, uh, the, the Israelite, present as an offering to the Lord. That is why I said concerning them. It said they will have no inheritance among the Israelites. Now the Bible said that he gave them a portion for them to be sufficient. I want you to understand this. There is a place that the, I'm not talking about Levite or the people of God in our generation who are abusing the system. There are people who are doing what? Who are abusing the system. I'm not, I'm not talking about them. Let's not focus on them. Let's focus on the system God established. When the Levite occupied, do you remember there was times when the children of Israel were going to war, especially when it even came to the walls of Jericho that were supposed to be brought down. The Bible said that he set the, the priest ahead of the battle. What does it mean? It means that they are setting places for your victory to manifest. You need somebody who is spiritual to lead you. Now the Bible says that those who are going to cater for the things of God, I want you to come to the place to set a system to take care of them. Now the Bible said that they had a system to take care of the Levite. In Numbers chapter 18 verse 26, the Bible says, speak to the Levites and say to them, when you receive from the, from the Israelite the tithe I give to you as an inheritance, you must present tent of that tithe as the Lord offering. Look at me. So the Levites, there is a system, watch me here. There is a system that God wants to take care of his house. God wants to make his house sufficient. Now he tells the children of Israel, I want you to give one tenth of what you have, give it to the Levite. And Levite, I don't want you to think that you are just custodians of receiving. You are, you are just receiving. You are a machine of receiving. I want you to also follow the same principle as they have followed because they are taking care of the kingdom. Now, Levite, I want now, when they give to you, you come to the same place where they were before they show the kindness. Now, the Bible said that you will pick one-tenth of the tenth that I've been given to you and give it to God. So what is the system here? So there is a system that is affecting all the children of Israel. Do you follow the system? So the system is not... That is why pastors and leaders are not exempted from the system. We also follow the law, the system. Be with me, somebody. Tight in the Old Testament was a principle. Say principle. It was a principle and it, it operated as a commandment. Okay, so the tithe you saw in the Old Testament was a shadow of the things that God was going to do. But that tithe, it was a system, say system. It was a system that must be followed. Say a system that must be followed. And that system doesn't exempt anyone. It includes war, everyone. Now, the word tent in the Old Testament much in the Ten Commandments and all those things. If you are not able to give one tenth of what you have, 
it was like it was an abomination it was a sin praise god that was a law praise the lord but in our dispensation i will prove to you about something in colossians chapter 2 verse 16 to 17 the bible said that therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink with regard to a religious festival a new moon celebration and the sabbath day there these are a shadow of the things that were to come the reality however is found in christ be with me here there was a system come on say system that system the children of israel could not become successful without the levite because the levite set a system in place that become attractive and pleasing to god this system doesn't exclude the levite they are inclusive but the system operates in such a way that it makes the glory of god to be seen now the scripture that we read if you look at uh, the most profound uh, scripture that is being used by most pastors is malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to 12. now i want you to remember and i want you to keep in mind about this when you hear the word tight it is the kind of system god has set in place to make his work become sufficient in such a way that it can get to the level where it will impact your life the way it should impact your life so come on somebody say system now in malachi the bible said bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my wall it was god who was talking so anytime there is no food in the house of god it creates a problem to god okay and this food is not going to come because it is God's house. Watch out here. The Bible said, it said, bring me now in this. It said, try me now in this, say the Lord of hosts. And if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out for you such a blessing. Come on, say such a blessing. That you will not be, you will not be. Uh, let me see that there will not be room enough to receive it i will rebuke come on you have no idea about this it said because you have honored me in my house because you have provided for me because you have followed the system of providing for my house that there is food in my house there is a system that operates in this world and that system i the lord will make sure i deal with the system He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your war, for your sake. For whose sake? The one who obeys and follows the war, the system. This system, it doesn't matter whether you are a Christian or not. This is, no, the, the devourer system destroying the good things, it doesn't matter whether you are a Christian or not. But those who enjoy the pleasure of exemption are those who follow the system of what we the, what the old testament called titan i want you to remember that titan was a system god put in place to cater for his house now the bible said he said what and i will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of your hand so if you don't follow the system come on precious one if you don't follow the system there is a devourer that destroys the work of your hand the destroying of the work of your hand is not in your immediate now sometimes it happens in your absence 
He said what? So that he will not destroy the fruit. Ah, come on, come on, say fruit. Listen, the fruit is your result. The fruit is the, is the consequence of your labor. So if somebody destroys your fruit, he has made your work null and void. But I pray over your life that your fruit will not be destroyed. It says, say the Lord of hosts, and all nations will call you what? All nations will call you what? For you will be what? A delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. So I want you to know this. Forget about what people are saying. The world is corrupted. The Old Testament tells us that there is a system that God wants to provide for himself. And the Bible said that the system he put in place, he said, I want you to have the consciousness. This is not when you feel like or you don't feel like. I want you to commit to it. And if you don't commit to it, you violate certain things I want to do. And certain things you are working for, the devourer will deal with it. Now, when I come to the Old New Testament, in the New Testament, the Bible uses Jesus. The, you remember the scripture we read? It said, these are shadows that have been made manifest than Jesus. In the New Testament, I saw something that was so profound. So there is a system called offering. Offering is what you, God bless you so much and you give to God. You honor God with your, with, your, with your substance. You bless him. But the system of Titan is not something you feel like today and you don't feel like tomorrow. Because the reason why it is so is because it only comes from what God has given to you. Okay? So if God has not given you anything, he can't take anything from you. He cannot expect anything from you. But in the New Testament, because it is not a law that when you violate it, you will be punished, you will be killed, or whatever it is, God wants you to understand that it is what in crossfire. That is why I will have to let them change this. But sometimes, because we have new members and who don't understand it, that is why we keep it there that way. We call it free will word. Come on, be with me. We call it what free will word offering. But the, the system is such a way that. Even though it is free will now, it is like in the old, in the new, uh, Romans said that because, Paul said, because great, now we are not under the law, we are under grace. And because, not sister grace, I'm talking about the grace in the Bible, praise God. Because we are under grace, then there was a question that should we allow sin to abound? He said, certainly not. Because it is free will offering. I remember when, when coach was enlightening me some few things about some things about this many years ago. Uh, he, said, he said, free will means that you can give whatever you want to give. Then the, 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 one of the things that comes to a heart that is not purified, that has not understood the mystery yet. He said, then I can give 1%. Then I can give 2%. Then I can give 3%. That is not our problem because that, that kind of level that you are dealing with, your giving is now restricted between you and God praise the Lord so whatever you give it is to God because of your understanding because in the Old Testament they were offering cows sheep those animals but in the New Testament the sacrifice that was rendered to us was a human sacrifice so if there was any time to do more which time do we have to do more was it during the Old Testament or the New Testament I'm talking about the world, the system. Now, in, the, in Acts chapter 4, verse 32 to 35, the Bible says, All the believers were with one heart and mind. 
No one claimed that any of their possession was their own. But they shared everything they had. I will talk about sharing maybe another time. With great power, the apostles continued. Listen to me. Because of this action, with great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God's grace was so powerful at work in them all that, they, that there were no needy person among them. Look at me. So the first thing they did was to provide. And the Bible said there were, some, there were no needy people among them. So take note of that. The Bible said that for, from time to time, those who own land, time to time, those who own lands and houses, sold them, brought them, brought their money from the sale and put it at, at the wall, at the feet of the apostle. This is different from giving to others. These were provision that was made under the feet of the apostles so that there may be food in the world, in the storehouse. I want you to understand me because this thing I'm sharing with you are not things that sometimes when, you, when, when we preach the gospel, I would love you to jump into the level of blessing because there is a punishment the devil wants to give to you. But when you commit to the system of making sure that there is a system of commitment that there is there may be food in the storehouse regardless whether you get 10 pounds in a particular month and you know and understand the value of god and you want to support the system to be productive then nobody will tell you to put in one pence or two pence or three pence your understanding about the value of the system will cause you to give to the glory of god in acts in the bible talk in acts chapter 5 verse verse 3 there was somebody who knew the benefit of the system. There was somebody who under, who have heard about the system, who understand the system. But the Bible said that Ananias and Sapphira, you know the story already. The Bible said they sold the land for quite too much. They sold it for much, but the Bible said they prevent they presented little to God. Not God didn't kill them because they pre- presented little, but because they wanted to deceive. Anytime you present something that is not accurate, that is not equal to the things that God has given you to as the part of the system, you begin to lie before the presence of God. Hallelujah. Now the Bible said in Agar, Agar, it said the prophet said, it's not said by any man, it was the voice of God. It said that give, it said, I, you have let my house to be ruined. You have left my priest to be going wayward. And that was the problem in Acts of the Apostle. When the disciples were supposed to wait in the upper room, they were fishing. Why? Because the system was not working for them. Oh, somebody, you are not happy about this. You you are not happy about this. When you understand this, there is a demon, there is a devil, there there is a misfortune. That the devil have said. The Bible said when the sower went to sow. He went to sleep. When he woke up. There was an enemy who had done something against it. So it means that there are enemies. There are things that want you to come down. There are things that doesn't want you to be productive. And that system that is antagonizing with the purpose of God concerning your life. God said when you take care with my system. It is not to pay 10%. In the New Testament I call it free will offering. When I look at what the Lord has done for me. I have set a system and a commitment. That every month, every time, every week, whatever time I receive my income i've decided to bless god so that the system will work 
Oh, you have no idea. Listen, the Bible said that these people were working so hard. I thought that working hard was a criteria needed to be successful. Don't, under, don't, don't misunderstood me. Working hard is part of being successful. But there are some people who are laboring day and night. And they are gathering nothing. The Bible says, when you commit to my system, when you build the work of the ministry, I the Lord, Abraham, check your Bible. Abraham was a man who catered for the system. Check your Bible. David catered for the system. Solomon catered for the system. In the Old Testament, you see people who establish a system. And because they follow the system of making sure that the kingdom, the work of the ministry is being progressive, then the glory of God was made manifested in your life. Precious one, you need the hand of God to work in your life. Otherwise, in the world in which we find it, you will never be able to have something for your next generation. Praise God. These are mystery. The Bible said there is he that scattered, but he never lacks. There is he that withholded, but he is always lacking. These are mysteries. These are mysteries. There is a system that eat the logos, the caterpillar, the capcaway. They eat what we work for. But the hand of God will preserve what belongs to you and your generation. He will cause you to, to see the beauty of his hand. He said when you glorify my temple, when you beautify my system, I the Lord will protect what belongs to you. You have no idea. That is why the devil is a, listen, there are people who are abusing the system. When I talk about the system, there are people who, listen, when you give to support the work of God, ask a commitment and a dedication, and you commit to it, regardless of what you have in your hand. I'm not, I'm not talking, there are times I give more than 10%. There are times I do more than 5%. There are times I do 2%. But when I look at what is in my hand, that is what determines how I benefit God. You have no idea. Listen, the greatest asset on this head, do you know what it is? Do you know what the greatest asset is? Eh? Should I tell you? <laughs> it's no money. The greatest asset is no money. Praise the Lord. It's security. The greatest asset. When you are looking for wealth in life, look also for security. Because you can gather all in a day and thieves can come and steal it. So the greatest asset is to have something that will preserve. That will fight what you have in your hands. Because the world in which we live in, they are locusts. They are cacaworms. They are things. They are demonic hands that will attack your health. That will attack your body. And when you, when you see what you have done for God, you look back and say, God, I am somebody who is preserving your, your system. The system of war. Of providing periodically in a systematic way committing to the work of the ministry put your hands together for Jesus somebody said we call that the expectation of the righteous shall never this let me say this before I forget this benefit it is not for those who speak in tongues there are certain things of God that can only be enjoyed by certain peculiar people who are obeying the word of God. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. The Bible said in the verse number nine, it said, You expect much, but see, but see, it turns out to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Some of us, the, the thing that is fighting us is not the devil, it's God. And I want to beg of you, I have been through so much in this country, I've been through so much. But when I discover this mystery, ah, praise the Lord. When I, that is why Jesus can look at the widow's might and say that this one has given more than all. Because this woman is following the system. Come on, say the system. Ask yourself, listen, if you got... <laughs> listen, the, let me tell you the problem of the prodigal son. You know the prodigal son... He, you know the Bible said that the, the father is God. Be with me here. You know the father is God. And the son didn't want to work for the father to benefit. He left. And the Bible said when he left, let me see if I, I can finish it. I, I, I'm finish, I'll finish it today. I'm not continuing anyway. Praise the Lord. The Bible said in Luke chapter 15 verse 16. Luke 15 16. Look at what it said. It said, He lodged to fill his belly with what? With the pups that the pigs were what? Were eating. It said, but what? No one gave to what? No one gave him what? Anything. When you are, when, I don't want to call it tight. Because for the, I want you to, I want you to remember the word tight as a system. The system God wants you to commit to it and make sure there is provision. So he said, when you commit to this, when you commit to this, I, the Lord, will make sure I preserve what is in your hands. I will, listen, it is not, <laughs> it is not what you have in your hands that matters. It is who is standing by what you have. The Bible said that a boy gave out his one, seven loaf of bread and two fishes. Five loaves of bread and two fishes. And the Bible said God was standing beside it. And what happened? It multiplied. Not only did they finish eating it, but the Bible said there were 12 baskets left. How many want 12 baskets? Ah, you have no idea. Ah, I tell you, these are things I practice. Then the Bible said that, it said, give, it shall be given unto you. Press down, shake it together. Will it cause men to give unto your bosom? Ah, when was the last time somebody gave you something? Anytime I walk for a month and I don't get a gift, I begin to question God and ask myself, what am I doing wrong? Anytime I don't see increase in my life, somebody giving me something, I begin to look at my resources and say, what can I give out? Any signs, no, anytime nobody gives you anything, it's a sign that your system must be reviewed. Tell your neighbor, are you ready to do it? A young girl, a young girl was carrying a baby at her back. She had a, a daughter. And she was walking in the rain and going to work. She was in the work of the ministry. And she goes to preach the gospel. One time she came home and she received, she was at the workplace and received a phone call. It said that, I don't know. It said what? It said, I have authorized a car to be sent to you. Should we bring it to your house? Or should we send it to the, should we bring it to your workplace? It said, bring it to my workplace. Even though I'm a believer, I want to see it. Praise the Lord. 
there is ah the, when the bible said the act is the lord and the fullness thereof do you understand what it means i don't want to provoke you stand on your feet somebody i want somebody who is ready from today on what you want to commit to the system when you hear the word titan every month every week regardless of what you receive you want to commit and sow a seed it's a seed and commit to it and say god this is what i'm giving you one thing that is good is that you must give god a gift that he will be pleasured in it don't just listen there are some things you give you shouldn't even bother to do it because somebody rendered sacrifice and god rejected it i pray that your offering will not be rejected i said i pray that your offering will not be rejected you want to pray the father caused me to be part of this look at me i pray over your life that men will give to you i pray there are times you will follow the system of god this system there were times i was following it but i didn't see a change it doesn't mean you are wrong but you have to be persistent you have to continue a gentleman sat in my car when i went to the forest station i brought out my car to pay he said the lord told me i should pay it off or you fill the tank quickly pastor please fill the tank i pray that helpers will be released into your life i pray that you will lack nothing good in the name of jesus thank you holy ghost in jesus name amen let me give you this testimony then we go a gentleman just fooled me at 